We're for Sydney and New South Wales. These are today's headlines from the Saturday Telegraph. It was a flash flood that arrived with almost no warning, a tsunami that slammed into the tiny town of Igowa. At 6.14am on Monday, the SES issued a snap evacuation order for the town, roughly midway between Parks and Cowra and its population of about 700. The Lachlan River was rising faster than anyone had expected and low-lying areas along the Mandagari Creek were told to evacuate immediately. But two massive waves, likened to an inland tsunami, raged toward the town that had never before seen a flood. Locals were forced to cling to trees, power poles and rooftops as water surged through their homes, sweeping several away from their foundations. And if you'd like to read more on that story today, you can take out a subscription to The Daily Telegraph at dailytelegraph.com.au or download the app at your app store. A surge in the number of athletes addicted to gambling is escalating the threat of match fixing in Australian sport at all levels by overseas crime gangs. Sport Integrity Australia boss David Sharp has warned Australian sport is under siege for organised criminals who are targeting athletes and officials. Just days after the Brownlow medal faced allegations of suspicious betting activities involving umpire Michael Pell, we can reveal the threat of organised crime is rising and its tentacles run deeper than ever into sport and not just among the professional codes. We'll be back after this. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. Federal Labor MPs are now as likely as their coalition counterparts to own three or more properties, marking a definitive shift away from the party's working class roots. It is the first time since records have been kept that property-rich politicians are equally common on both sides of the political aisle and coincides with booming home prices, making property investment extremely popular. The milestone comes amid a broader gentrification of Parliament. The number of federal politicians who own five or more homes has almost doubled in the past 20 years. And a kitchen hand, a pizza boy and a desperate housewife were among a group of 23 who plundered more than $1.3 million by posing as struggling businesses at the height of the pandemic. The gangs that terrorised Sydney's streets led a syndicate that even lured a mentally ill man into their trap. Under their direction, the most clean-skinned people from Western Sydney applied for thousands in coronavirus business relief funds with fake claims that their companies were going under. And those are your headlines from the Saturday Telegraph. For updates and breaking news throughout the day, take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au. We'll have another update for you tomorrow.
Are you ready to get an inside look at crime from someone who has investigated some of Australia's worst crimes? It was like Aladdin's cave. The luminol found bloodied footprints and bloodied handprints on a wall. So it's yeah. just like a horror movie. Former homicide detective Gary Jubilant sits down with cops, crims, addicts, victims, small-time cheats, and big-town lawyers as they tell their incredible stories. My house got raided. Next thing you know, I got bail refused. Next thing you know, I'm on a truck yeah. to Parkley Prison. Listen to I Catch Killers early and ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.